Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast for Yahoo Sports Canada. I'm your host, William Liu. Speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors took down the Philadelphia 76ers in Game 1. I had some concerns coming into this game. I feel silly now that I had so many concerns. And honestly, given the way Philly played, it, it feels only appropriate that we finally bring back the slander pod. Asad, welcome back to the podcast. Hello, William Liu. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, we just witnessed a riveting matchup between the Toronto Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, and let's just recap it, mm. um, potentially insulting some of the players. Yeah, accounting Asad. <laughs> Feeling real comfortable. Um, I mean, look, <laughs> let's just start here, okay? <laughs> I think that even in our most confident sort of evaluation of the team, we thought that Philadelphia, with all their talent, would at least put up a better fight. And I think they will going forward in the rest of the series. But in game one, like, who really showed up for the 76ers? This team looked... I mean, the Raptors made them look like Orlando. Like, that's the best way to describe it. They literally <laughs> look like the Orlando Magic. This looked like game six of Raptors Magic more than game one of Raptors Sixers. Well, if, if you remember before the game, Will tweeted out, it's like, how are we feeling about game one, guys? Will, do you remember how I responded to that? Yeah, well, what did you say? Uh, we have Kawhi fucking Leonard. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Guess what? The 76ers basically were the Orlando Magic just with a worse defense. Mm. And, um, yeah, that played out pretty well for us. I'm not going to lie. That was beautiful to watch. Oh, my goodness. Like, if I told you the opposing center shot 5 of 18 from the field, <laughs> like, that's a Nick Musevich stat line. That's, that's not Joel Embiid. That's amazing. And uh, 6 of 17 from the, the, from the wing position. I mean, that's, that's, that's Aaron Gordon. Yikes. Yeah. Jimmy Butler. Was, Harris was 6 of 17. I actually thought he was having a decent game. Good yeah, Lord. I know. He had, like, the worst plus minus on the team, too, with minus 23 tied with uh, Jimmy Butler. I love the plus minus, by the way. Tobias Ooh. Harris. And Jimmy Butler, both negative 23. James Ennis, negative 18. Uh, what did those guys have in common? Uh, were they guarding uh, Kawhi Leonard and Pascal Siakam? Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Take this in. The Raptors won, what, 13 by 13 points? Comfortably 20-point lead? I mean, look, Florida, look, look we, we got to discount the fact that, uh, what what is it, minus nine in, in, in four minutes for Jody Meeks. <laughs> so, um, th- that's also a concern, but. Um, uh, the Raptors, if I told you the Raptors won a uh, postseason game by like 15 points and only two of them scored in double digits, what would you say to that? Good Lord. Man, this is going to be slanderous. Oh, this is, look, listen, the Sixers deserve slander for their performance. Like, I, I mean. But they have the best starting lineup in the East, bro. Oh, man, listen. The best starting lineup in the East. They're plus minus against a, a Nets team <laughs> that, that, that had no centers whatsoever. That They lost Jared. Dud- Yo, by the way, Jared Dudley got himself kicked out. <laughs> And then, um, and then Kenny Atkinson, who looks like he's he's been put in the microwave for too long, <laughs> holding on to him and saying, we need you, and they actually meant it. I'm just like, that was a team that relied very heavily on Jared Dudley to be on the floor to guard Joel Embiid. And the Raptors have Marc Gasol, who, 
I mean, look, there's there's lots of players to praise today. I think the Raptors played a great game overall. Even though, actually, I think, to be honest, there are some things that the Raptors can clean up. Oh, it, it wasn't a very well-executed game in the first half defensively. I was kind of losing my shit, but, um, I mean, how can we keep dancing around it? Kawhi Leonard, 45 points, man. 45 points and 11 rebounds. And the best part about this 45 points and 11 rebounds, like, I'll watch the game. At literally no point did he seem bothered. It no. was the easiest 45 points I've seen him score ever. Like, man, bro, how are you Philadelphia and you have all these all-stars and you literally cannot guard Kawhi Leonard than the, better than the Orlando freaking Magic? Doc, Jonathan Isaac put up a better fight than Kawhi Leonard. No, <laughs> no, definitely. You're, you're the, I, I, that sounds like slander, but it's not slander. By the way, Kawhi Leonard, um, so he shot 16-23 for 45 points, right? He shot 3-7 from 3. So if you take out the 3-point shots on 2-point shots... He was 13-14 on twos. Oh, my God. <laughs> With 11 free throws as well. And the crazy part is, at the beginning of the game, he was 7-8. of eight. Here's the best part about this game. At the end of the first quarter, the 76ers had 31 points. Pascal Siakam and Kawhi Leonard had more points than that. Yeah. <laughs> combined. Yeah. They had more combined points than the 76ers after a quarter. They had 31 points. Jesus. Could not guard them for anything, bro. Yo, and... That that play where Danny Green hit the three and Drake hit him with the get the fuck out of here. Yep. yep. Yo, stand up for the entire 76ers team, all right? Let's yep. start off. Okay. Jim, Jimothy Butler, I, I respect you personally. You're one of the coolest players in the league, so please kindly see yourself out the nearest exit. Uh, ben Simmons, uh, Outback, Carter Williams, get the fuck out of here. Mm. Yo, uh, what's his name? No Knees no knees Halajuan, no get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolute trash. Yo, Dreamville Carmelo Anthony, get the oh, fuck out of here, bro. Oh and finally, J.J. Reddick. Look, there were two Duke players in the building tonight. R.J. Barrett was in the house, Saga uh-huh. represent. Yeah, yeah. Represent. But J.J. Reddick was the only Dukey player in the house tonight, wow. boss. Absolute garbage. Get the fuck out of here. Take your podcast right back the way you came from, dog. You ain't getting no more unique clicks or listens anymore. <laughs> Absolute garbage. The worst podcaster on the floor tonight. And we were in the building. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Listen, by the way, for pe- for people who uh, weren't familiar with the slander pods from the original reaction pod days, this is what happens. This is honestly what happens. If you're looking for game analysis, we'll give you some, but really, it's 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 about the slander. And listen, in terms of playing yourself, JJ Redick, I mean, he played himself, man. He played himself. Like first half, first off, he had zero points. Raptors did a great job defensively against him. I think Redick is. Like, it's such a central piece to what the Sixers do in half-court offense, like, with the screening and stuff. Like, um, you know, it's just he's he's a really important player for them. Raptors held him without a bucket for the first half, so great defense. Second half, he comes out third quarter, starts gunning, and uh, he catches fire. And there's nothing you can do. Like, I think Lowry played pretty good defense, got under him. The man made some shots. It is what it is, right? But um, the Raptors counter to that, and the best way to really counter J.J. Redick is to go at him on the defensive end and um, – this is where, again, Danny Green posting you up is fine in most situations because Danny Green can post up. Raptors fans know this. But, you know, you got to consider the context here. You know, Kawhi is scoring every single time he touches the ball. Pascal scoring every single time he touches the ball. You know, Mark and Lowry are also great scorers in their own right. They can do things, especially running the offense. But the Raptors decided, no, no, no. We need to stop the entire offense and just go to Danny Green in the post <laughs> because that's how bad defensively J.J. Redick is. And the first possession, you know, Redick takes an elbow to the face. It's an offensive foul. Everything is called. Whatever. Cool. Raptors go right back to it. Danny Green in the post again. And this time, Redick, again, like I said, he played himself because he literally headbutts JJ or Danny Green's elbow, splits his own lip open. There's no foul called because, again, he's literally the one headbutting 
Danny's elbow, and then Danny gets past him, and so Reddick has to wrap him up angrily. And then afterwards, he plays him up even more because Kyle's like, hey, look at the replay. You know, that wasn't a play on the ball and stuff. And JJ's like, yeah, go look at the replay. Go look, look at my lip. I'm, I'm split <laughs> open. And then the referees look at the thing, and then they're just like, First off, you're the one who instigated this. <laughs> and second of all, you get in tech because you, you talked to us the entire time out. While it's why, it's why the J.J. Reddick was talking so much when, like, in this situation, when, like, when he sees something, you know, suspect in the back of an Uber, he doesn't say anything and just walks out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never being on this podcast. Oh, again, man. No, this is the one chance, you know? This is the one chance. But, you know, this, this worked out perfectly. You, you just happened to be in the arena, and uh, the Sixers happened to be the Sixers. Um, any more slander we like to dish out? Uh, by the way, oh, by the way, Ben Simmons. Uh, so, I-, I tweeted out a video of him practicing three-point shots before the game. Like, he was, like, practicing pull-up threes. And, oh, like, I thought he was testing the rim. <laughs> Yo, the rim needs to be tested after that. Like, someone's got to bring out a level afterwards, because... I swear to God, I said, I tweeted out, so it was like four straight. I thought like, that was breaks. an NBA Cares video for Habitat for Humanity, bro. That <laughs> no, was actually Russell Westbrook out there. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, the video is four straight misses by, you know, what's like, yo, know, that happens. Like, I, I've seen like. Those actual- were misses. <laughs> I was gonna say, I've, seen, breaks. I've seen shooters, like good NBA shooters, miss four straight, but no, yeah, you're right. Those are just pure breaks. And he was also traveling and going to, and also his elbow was like, I, I just like, everyone knows he can't shoot. It's nothing new there. I was just like, yeah. This is this is really bad. By the way, the video this there's like three more misses right after that. I cut it off because I was like I got I felt I felt mean. That's not even bad. Sean Woodley, shout out to him. He had another <laughs> video from uh, him shooting from the corner, straight bricks. Yeah, yeah, man. Man, Simmons shoots like me in the playoffs, bro. Wow, wow. Milton Reckley, yo, it's terrible. <laughs> nah, <laughs> not in the RR tournament. That's that, that's all I know, man. Oh God! Most Who else can catch those? I'm, I'm serious. Like you know those contests where like you pull a fan out from the stands and it's like seven <laughs> spots on the floor and you got to make a shot from each spot to like win like a million dollars. Like I don't think I don't think Ben Simmons is winning like even the two hundred fifty dollar gift card. Like the, like he's not getting the gift card. Like after the layups and maybe the oh, free throw, God. it's 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 over. No, he's not even getting the twenty five dollar gift card to Mark went men's <laughs> warehouse. Bro. <laughs> Get nothing. Oh. Uh. Oh, God. Uh, who else catch some slander? Yo, shout out to Tobias Harris. He actually started off the game pretty well saying, offensively. He, he was their best player so And far. he was great. Yeah. But the problem with Tobias Harris is that the Raptors basically decided anytime you're on the floor, we're going to annihilate you. Mm-hmm. Whether that's mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam at the <laughs> start of the game off, what, 9 for 11 from the floor? Yep. And yep. he just, it was literally just, hey, yo, oh, Tobias is guarding me down the floor? Get him in the post. Boom. Just clear out the floor, let Siakam attack Harris mm-hmm. and go to work. And it's just bucket after bucket after bucket. Then, dude, Kyle Lowry had two layups because he attacked. Tobias Harris off of pick and roll. Tobias, I mean, this is what I said coming into series. I'm like, look, Tobias has good numbers, but I think it's a little bit empty in the sense that, like, it, like you know, he, it's just weird. When I when I watch him play, the impact on the game, like he finishes possessions yeah. well. He can like he's a decent shooter and things like that. But like, I I just don't think he. Um, I, I honestly just I, I just don't think he yeah. is as big of an impact player as his numbers suggest. And I think like I think Sixers fans coming into the series were like, listen, um, you know. You know, you, I I don't think Pascal can, you know, outplay Tobias. And the, the, some Sixers fans were even saying they had like the four, of the five best players in the series. Like, no, man, I think Pascal might be the second best player in the Bro, series. Bro, the Sixers like, don't even have the best player from like the Ben Simmons draft class. Like, what the hell are they talking about? Oh man, <laughs> and even Simmons had a good game. Like by Simmons standards, this is pretty good. Like the Raptors lost track of him a couple times. You know, he made some good cuts. And, and he shot 7-8 from the field, but, like... Yeah, ben Simmons did a great job playing as, you know, what everybody said Pascal Siakam was this season. 
Just benefit. He's just benefiting off the players around him. Yeah, Man. bruh. Oh my and god. And then Butler. I like Dog. Butler. I, you know, we all we we both like Butler, but he just has a weird role on this team. Like realistically, he should be the on-ball creator. But when Simmons is out there, I don't think mm-hmm. he really has a role. But he um, kind of is though, right? Because yeah. like the, they don't even have a they, they literally don't have a point guard. Like I saw Teacher McConnell shooting like before the game. It's, also, it, Brett Brown really should be fired for the fact that their best point guard didn't play until garbage time. Who are you talking about? TJ McConnell. No, I thought listen. <laughs> Listen, T.J. McConnell. I, I think like the way he shoots a basketball is, is is honestly it looks like you're lifting like a medicine ball somehow. Um, no, he's 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 maybe as bad of a shooter as okay, not as bad as Simmons, but pretty pretty challenged. But look, he didn't even play. Like they don't they don't have a backup point guard. They have to play Butler as a backup point guard, which is like for for a team with this many scores, it's kind of unacceptable. They don't have a guy who would just distribute. Dog, they this is such a like this team like has Jonah had, Bo- Jonah Bolden Lowry, Jonah Bolden Jonah Bolden played 13 minutes in this game. Real minutes. Yeah. Oof, man. Dude, and like I look at him I'm like this guy looks like maybe a backup 5 mm, and maybe. he's out here like guarding fours like he, there's not this was an absolute like the Raptors basically pants the 76ers team. Yep. And you got to see it up front. I actually had a 76ers fan sitting right behind me. Mm. Tall dude, he was very upset. Yeah. Uh, he wanted Embiid to hit the post against Marcus All. Okay. Oh, by, by the way, I also <laughs> sure. wanted him to go hit the post uh, because he, he was actually very upset. If you remember at the fourth quarter, uh, yeah. when Brett Brown called an early timeout, mm. forty-two seconds in a quarter, they come out. Oh yeah, the bench. ATO. On the, the bench came out with a four-nothing run. Yeah, against their starters, the bench, our bench. Brett Brown comes out of the ATO, draws up a play, and I'm pretty sure the play was. I'm, I was seeing it from the back. Pretty sure the play was to get Reddick or and Tobias Harris coming on opposite curls mm. and to get them open. Norm and Fred Van Vliet, like, Fred got lost for a second. Yep. But they had a beautiful switch right yep. in the middle of the floor of that cut. And Kawhi uh, shifted up from, I think it was Jimmy, up to, what do you call it, Tobias to cut off the top, the pass up top. Blew up the entire play. Mm-hmm. And it ends up with Embiid at the top of the floor, like, with an ISO with three seconds left. Yep. And to, to come out of it, a timeout that you call at the beginning of the fourth quarter to yep. try to get your team back and ha- getting nothing out of it. It's absolutely hilarious. Against, like... A transition lineup for the Raptors. By the way, <laughs> no, seriously, and it, and, and this this whole game really, it, this whole series is going to come down to like rotations and lineups, right? Like the Raptors starters. First off, the biggest takeaway from this game is not that like okay, Kawhi and Pascal, whatever, right? It's honestly just the Raptors starters can handle the Sixers starters. Oh, yeah, like, it's, it's not that big of an issue. I think like the Raptors can look over the film. There's things that are correctable that they can do a little bit better on Harris. I think that, honestly they should stick a little bit closer to Simmons so that he's not able to back out as much. Because otherwise, if you, you give him a lot of space and then he moves, and then all of a sudden you're a little bit screwed because you're not even close to him, yep. right? But I mean, like, again, like I think Gasol held Embiid reasonably well. There was one play where like. Um, I think it was in the first half, like Embiid was trying to do this post-up stuff and it wasn't really working. And so usually when he can't really bully his way, he'll like go to the fadeaway. And he's really good at the fadeaway. Yeah. He's got great touch. Uh, and what did he say? He studied Kobe growing up. He plays <laughs> nothing like Kobe, but whatever. Um, and then um, Gasol, like he read that play. And then so as soon as he like sort of like put the ball down to sort of turn around, he immediately stepped in so that he was still attached to him when he went to the fadeaway jumper. And I'm just thinking, like, how many players in the NBA would be like, look, I'm super happy to let this guy settle for a turnaround jump shot. And Gasol is like, no, I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to contest that. And he barely got – I don't even there think he drew a rim. There was even another play where uh, second half, and B gets the ball, top of the wing, mm-hmm. pump fake, Gasol's in recovery. Yep. Uh, Gasol stays down, and B goes to the drive. Gasol reads the fact that he's going to spin back middle, plays the middle perfectly. As soon as MB turns, he's right there, hands up, yep. and ends up nothing out of that play. Yep. And it's like, damn, that is just like, boom. 
like instant decision making on defense and just shut down that number one offensive option for them. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and listen, and and even there was again, it's not just one guy. Like I think especially when the Sixers get Embiid on the move, which they should honestly play more pick and roll with him. Like that's probably yeah. the best way, right? You don't want him to attack Gasol in the in the post. I just I don't think it's the best way to attack. But um, even occasionally when Embiid would get by Gasol, there's one play where. They they ran this uh this this sort of pick and roll action you know with Embiid you know Gasol blows out that entire action they got nothing they reset um, Gasol cuts the rim or sorry um, Embiid cuts the rim I think Gasol's a little bit behind and and then who's there to help at the rim though it's Kawhi Kawhi blocks Embiid at the rim and then Pascal rips down the rebound and they go all the way transition and they score you know what I mean like that's the thing there's that that's when you realize like oh yeah there's two defensive players of the year on the same team why does that happen by the way. When was the last time there was a team with two defensive players of the year? Yo, give it till next year and they'll have three. Real is it. Like, yo, Siakam, oh my God. Like, Siakam I, straight dude. up just, like, shut, shutting dudes down whenever dude, he wants. And it's like, beautiful. Butler shot four of 12. They're terrible. That's kind of supposed to be a mismatch. Like, a power forward guarding a two guard. And Butler oh didn't do anything. He had 10 points on four of 12 shooting with two turnovers. And... Like, the Sixers ended up with 21 free throws, which were all deserved, but a lot of them were unforced because mm. the Raptors just found one one key sequence, and it was like, well, the lead was, like, kind of fluttering between, like, 15 and 8. Yep. So it was, like, the end of the third quarter. I think there was a minute, minute yeah, 12 left. Nicey. Nick Nurse calls a timeout mm-hmm. just to get Kawhi out because he wants to get Kawhi a breather. Yep. Kawhi goes to the bench. You can see Kawhi on the jumbotron talking, like, yo, why are you taking me out? Yeah. Like, I'm good. Yeah. Nick Nurse takes him out, tries to buy him some rest. In that minute and 12 seconds, the they managed to foul uh, is it James Ennis or Jimmy Butler in the corner on a, yeah Dan, on, Danny Green fouled on the yeah, closeout yeah. foul him he goes to the uh, goes to the line hits two or three then Simmons comes down gets an and one misses the free throw and then on the free throw rebound they foul Embiid yeah. and he hits two free throws so they go they the Raptors lose that stretch of a minute and twelve seconds six to one so that's plus five by the way Embiid only finished plus four this game Yikes. so even though he was a plus that was basically all it was yikes. So Raptors go negative five in that one minute stretch, but because of the reviews and the fouls and that, they bought like ten minutes of real time. Yep, which was kind of ridiculous. That's and why then, Kawhi was able to play thirty eight, no yeah. problem. And Kawhi comes back with a ten minute mark, and then they had blown him out by then. So even though Nick played it kind of conservatively, mm-hmm. honestly, I think if he just played Kawhi straight, yep. they would have reached the blowout point by like the eight or seven minute mark in yep. the fourth. But man, like that was like that was I think the one stretch where I'm like, oh, this could be a turning point. And the Raptors ended up losing it, but they also ended up getting a lot of time. So yeah, that yeah. was like, mm, maybe. Yeah, but man, the Sixers were god awful. They were they were bad. The only time the Sixers were good was when the Raptors brought in their bench, and the bench is just bad. Like, especially when Jody Meeks is out there with them. Like, it, it's just it's it's hilariously bad. I, I think really it comes down to, and I've, I've talked about this on the podcast over and over again because this is like a repeating trend, but like. It just comes down to some of these guys just have to come in and play mistake-free basketball. Like, I, I, I can't believe Fran VanVleet's coming into the game and then, like, the offense is, you know, like, halting stop. It just, it just halts the stop. And then, like, Ibaka, like, he has to do a better job defensively. But just, like, just play with more energy, man. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, just, you, you, like, obviously it's it's impossible to ask him to guard a guy like Embiid because Embiid is so much bigger. But, like, you know, there's there's opportunities where, like, I, I like, for example, in the f- start of the fourth quarter, the Raptors get a turnover. And because Embiid's tired, because he's on a bad knee and also his just conditioning is not good, like Ibaka beats him down the floor and then they get an alley oop out of it. And then yeah. immediately force him to call timeout. Like out, Serge, right? you're like, eating, it's Serge, you're, you eating you're, you're eating crickets. Like you're eating cricket smoothies and Joel Embiid's eating like in and out like every day. In, in and out every day, dog. He's having a Philly cheesesteak before the game. Just outrun the man. 
And honestly, I'm a, I like I'll be honest with Serge when it comes to the offensive. I don't blame him because he's a function of the guard play when he's yeah, out yeah, there with the bench. Yeah, exactly. And Fred Van Vliet, terrible first half. I'll be honest, like not he, good. And he, he was missing free throws too. Like, missing free throws. Uh, Some I don't know what's up with him. With him, he caught the rhythm a little bit in the second half. Actually, yeah. found Serge twice, which was surprising because mm-hmm. oh, I feel yeah, like he, he threw the lob. Yeah. Uh, so that was and really like this kind of highlighted the one thing I realized. I was like, man, imagine if. Instead of like some of these bad, like the few bad norm mistakes or the few bad Fred Van Vliet mistakes, if you had OG to kind of sub in there, especially in this situation, you yeah. have another big guy. Because I think there was at the beginning of the fourth quarter uh, when Kyle Lowry drew his um, fifth flat foul or something like that, you realize it was like Kyle Lowry's guarding Tobias Harris. I'm like, why is he guarding Tobias Harris? It was like, oh, because Fred Van Vliet's on JJ Redick. Yeah. It's like, well, if you have OG, you can really go really big. Yeah. So you miss OG a little bit, but the fact that the 76ers starters literally can't outplay mm-hmm. the Raptors starters. It's not going to end up mattering, I feel. But yeah. damn, what a game. Good and, God. And that's the thing. Again, I mean, <laughs> I mean, this game was was just incredible. And again, it really goes back to Kawhi, which we'll circle back to Kawhi. But, um, yeah, the fact is, like, look, if the Raptors can solve their bench rotation a little bit, and it's not like – I, I kind of sympathize now with Nick Nurse because it's like it's not really – Anything that he can do, like he can kind of try to avoid playing the minutes, and he can completely blow up his own rotation. But he's clearly happy with how his rotation is set up. Like it's worked really well, right? And and there's you know as much as the people are lo- get to notice, like oh man, the Raptors bench is getting washed by the the Sixers starters. It's like well, the opposite is also happening. The Raptors starters are also washing the Sixers bench. Like part of the reason the Sixers can bring in their entire starting lineup to start the second quarter is because they basically like axe that starting lineup like five minutes into the game they yeah, just pull which, every, they pull like everybody right so that you look at like but the thing is the Sixers bench it's also just as bad so when they bring in guys like Boban for 10 minutes the Raptors like they they beat them by 17 points with 10 minutes of Boban on the floor because they're just like look we know you you can't physically move we're gonna like just pick and pop with like Gasol or anybody else really yeah and that first sub that yeah. first sub comes in like five minutes of the game Gasol's still out there for another three and a half minutes and, and he hit destroying uh, them he hit a three on him or yep. hit one or two threes I forget how many I think he hit one three on him, on a on a pick and pop, mm-hmm. and they just basically annihilated that lineup. It was like, I, right, yeah, what are you going to do? Like the Sixers, like really only have five or six guys they can play in the series, and I that's, think it might just be five. Like today, they were lucky. They're lucky to get James Ennis, who had eleven points off the bench. I think Korkmaz can play um, in this series. Like he can give you transition lineups. Like he can give you minutes in transition lineups. But like, no, you can't be playing like. You can't be Boban's really Boban's really not going to be able to play in the series. No, and they already benched them in the second half. They were like, yeah. okay, go, go. You know, Jonah Bolton's got to go in. So if Boban's not going to play, who's backing up Embiid? They're just going to have to play those Simmons it's, at the five lineups. Yeah, which, which I mean, Simmons is already playing a ton of mm. minutes. So like, this is the thing you can't you can't realistically ask all these things. And like again, like there's just a team that the depth is just so thin, right? Like you need Simmons to, because he's your only point guard. Literally, they're not playing TJ McConnell. He's the only point guard, right? Yeah. But then you also need to be backup center. Because Joel Embiid can't play more than thirty minutes without getting tired, you know what I mean? Like they're running at the options are not great. Like I think, like if anything, Brett Brown might look at his own rotation and think maybe I need to keep my starters on the floor to match the Raptors starters, and then my bench just needs to hopefully buy some minutes against the Raptors bench. Basically. You know what I mean? It, it, it might. I know as Raptors fans, we're thinking about it as man, our, our second unit is bad. I think honestly, the Sixers' second unit is even worse, and they might even have to adjust a little bit because like. Again, it's just it's kind of untenable watching this team, and um, and when you watch Sixers, like again, they're just kind of disjointed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and the thing is, like the the big issue with them is that their three big wings that they start 
Mm-hmm. Like, they have trouble playing each other. Tobias Harris fits because he can fit, but he's a defensive liability. Yep. If you have him out there with J.J. Reddick, there's two guys that the Raptors can consistently attack yep. at the point of attack or get a switch on. Mm-hmm. So then you have Joel Embiid having to make up a lot of room on defense. And he's got to do it against Gasol. Who's going to be right at the top of the key, yep. not even anywhere close. That's like a constant issue. And then on offense, you have to come down and you have to somehow hope that, A, Jimmy Butler's hitting his shots that creates any semblance of spacing so the Raptors can't just park Kyle Lowry on him. And yep. then you have to hope Ben Simmons is doing anything. Like, Ben Simmons, you really have to play him off the move. Oh, yeah. I think, like, if they want to start setting screens at, like, half court for him to just get him downhill, that might help. Yeah. And, honestly, I think they should be trying to play more vertical. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. attack with the lob threat. Yeah. Because, like, Gasol's not going to meet you up top. Kawhi's also not going to meet Joel Embiid up top. Like, just It's because, really just Pascal, maybe. Be tough. So, yeah. like, they're going to have to start attacking with some lobs or they're going to have to start shooting the lights out. But... Like, going into the series, the biggest thing was, like, the 76ers can – the Raptors can basically do everything the 76ers can do, but better. And they yeah. match up better, and they have, like, more players they can play in this series. Yeah. It, honestly, the more and more I look at the series, I'm like, this is very similar to the Magic series. Yeah. Which is really <laughs> funny. Like, I'm not even I'm not even fully trying to slander the Sixers, but, like, Redick is like a J.J. Ross. <laughs> I call him J.J. Ross almost. <laughs> Because, like, functionally, he's similar, right? And, and, he, and, the, and the fact that he's shorter than Terrence Ross lets you actually yeah, yeah. have Fred Van Vliet exactly. kind of guard him. Because he can't really elevate the way, like, Terrence could just, like, like catch and elevate at the same time. And even if you're Fred, even if you're there, you can't really do much about it. Like, and J.J. Redick shot 5 of 12 from three-point range. Yeah, this is pretty good. All right? Like, that's a game. He shot 5 of 12 from three-point range. That's pretty freaking incredible for yeah. a J.J. Redick night, and you're still losing by 13 points. And here's the thing. The Raptors won by basically 20 points. Like, really, yeah. the, 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 the third unit came in, they, they bled a bunch of points because, you know, it, it, for obvious reasons. Don't say it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but the Raptors only shot 9 to 27 from three. To be fair, Jeremy Lin's, like, probably the third worst point guard in the series. Jeremy Lin... <laughs> Would fully be getting 15 minutes a game for the Sixers. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Jordan Lloyd would be getting minutes yeah. for the Sixers. I'm serious. Like, I, I Playoff got... t-shirt Lloyd would 100% be getting like 20 minutes for the Sixers. Bro. Shout out Jordan Lloyd. That's Shout out dope. Jordan Lloyd. He's not even on the playoff roster. He's not on the t-shirt. That's amazing. But he's still here. Um, oh, man. This is Yeah, this is it. What a great feeling. Let's, let's give out three stars. Number one, obviously, Kawhi. Ooh. 45 points, 11 rebounds, two assists, two steals, a block. Plus 26, 16 of 23 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3. And really, some of that is exacerbated by him just chucking a couple of shots up at the end. He, in the post-game press conference, he was like, yo, listen. He even talked to Nurse. He's like, yo, get me out the game. Like, I'm, I'm, we're good. We won this game. And, yo, as, as, as an, I'll say this. As an accountant, uh, just pure independence, um, we need to disclose that Will Lou is wearing New Balance sneakers right now. Wow. But I am not, and I also agree, Kawhi Leonard was the first star in this game. Bro. Yo, get on the New Balance wave. Dog. Bro. I am trying. As soon as he drops those shoes, which are, aren't dropping until fall, I'm just saying, why would you drop a shoe in fall with a Raptors colorway? Mm, eh? mm. Something to think about. But yo, Kawhi Leonard, dog, he made it look so easy. My man's was practicing. This was another so, game of practice for him. Jimmy, like he's just getting better about the series. It's amazing because he'll go into the post, like he'll attack from the wing, get into the post, like he'll bump twice, get in the post, then he'll just stop for a second, yeah. collect himself because he doesn't care. He's like, dude. <laughs> Tobias Harris guarding me? Nah. Jimmy Butler literally looks like a child next to him. I know. That's great. Dude, Jimmy James Butler? Ennis. They put James Ennis oh on him God. on first shift oh when he came God. back. And I'm like, man, James Ennis looks like a child. He has absolutely no chance. And Kawhi completely roasted him. It, yeah. was, it was disrespectful what Kawhi did to them. He literally treated them like his own children. Well, actually, no. He probably treats his children very well. But he treated them like children. Yes. And just bullied the hell out of them. Um, I was going to say, 
you got guys like Butler, Simmons, you know, even Harris. Like these guys are like built like tight ends, like especially Butler. Like, just move them. As strong as it comes, right? Six, seven. Like how many times have we seen Jimmy Butler come to Toronto, play that power guard role, and just completely destroy the Raptors with his physicality, right? Yeah, the Raptors wings in the past were, were completely outmuscled by Jimmy Butler, and now Jimmy Butler's being made look like the Raptors wings of the past. Legit. Like honestly, there was a point where I said, honestly, Philly should just stop putting Jimmy on Kawhi. Because Kawhi's going to barrel through any defender he has. Just put Jimmy on Pascal because you're better off just, like, you giving s- up on Kawhi. Yeah, at least stop one of them. Like, good God. And we don't even know, if actually. We actually don't even know if Jimmy can stop Siakam. Yeah. Dog, Pascal was so freaking good today. This this team is this team is disgusting. And Pascal, man. and, oh, shout out Pascal hitting a corner three while Joel Embiid waved a towel, snapped a towel right beside his leg on, <laughs> on the, the bench. bench. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Just an incredible feeling, man. So, Ka- Kawhi, Duala. number one star. Duala uh, all day, bro. Yeah, Duala all day. Number two. Obviously, Pascal, 29 points, 7 rebounds, and assist. 12 of 15 shooting. That's just <laughs> uh, that's sensational. 12 of 15 shooting. Like, what? Come on. The Sixers, like, you, you guys, with all that talent, you're just going to let Pascal Siakam was, shoot 12 of 15. Was this the, the best performance by a Raptors power forward in the playoffs? Oh, my God. I don't know the stats. I'm just going to say yes. Nah, I would say, honestly, though, Game 3, uh, Orlando. That Pascal is better. That Pascal is better? But it, but it belongs to Pascal regardless. Is what I'm saying. By the way, <laughs> the way this game was played tonight reminded me a lot of uh, the last time Kawhi had uh, 45 points. That was against the Jazz earlier this season. In that game, Kawhi, 45 points on tw- 16-22 shoot. This, this man is remarkably consistent. <laughs> By the way, he had 45 points in that game, zero threes. Just twos and ones. He got to 45 on twos and ones. And Pascal in that game, uh, 28 points. Today, 45 points for Kawhi and 29 points for Pascal. Damn, man. It's it's, it's almost a special like, duo. It's almost like the Raptors have the best two players in the series. It's almost like they have the best two players in the East. Okay, relax. Relax. <laughs> Giannis is still out there. Kyrie's still out there. Good God. That's just future Raptor. Yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo. But anyway, third star. Wait. Third star, we should get to it. And really, you could argue that this guy should have been the first star. Okay. Right? I'm giving the third star to Marcus Hall. Yo. Because this dude, literally, as every time he's on the court, that he makes that Raptors starting unit basically impossible. Mm-hmm. You can't guard him because you have to be spread out entirely and you have to have your head on a swivel. Yep. There was one play when, and nothing even came out of it. Marcus Hall catched the ball at the top, top of the key and his head snapped left, right, left, right so quickly. Like within a second, he had scanned the entire court. Mm. And that, that was it. That completely changes the entire game because then back cuts happening. Anything happen, any motion, that pass is going to get there right away. And then, like, he just calmly takes a shot. Yep. Like, he gets the open shot. He'll calmly – he's, like, Boban's closing out. Joel Embiid's closing out. But he seems unbothered. He's going to get the shot off. Mm-hmm. And then either he leaves it short, which is, okay, whatever, or it's literally money. Yep. It's so clean. And the fact that there's very little hesitation now on that three-point shot. Hey, man, he's like, a good shooter. He's a really good shooter. And on defense, single-handedly blowing the entire plays up. It's, yep. It's fantastic. Like, I think it was the very first or second Joel Embiid post-up, and he did the same thing he did to Nick Vucevic, just dislodged the ball with his, like, backhand, mm. where he just poked it in. And Embiid kept the dribble, but that quick poke out. And that's all you need, just discomfort the post-up a little bit. Yep. And then you see, I don't think Embiid really likes contact as much no. as Jay. He really doesn't like no. grinding down there. No. And Because he, he, he honestly just wants dude. to push the other guy aside. Like, he wants to do, basically, he wants to do a surge thing. Yo, Will, tell me this. Yeah. Does Marc Gasol look like a magic circus bear out on the basketball court? I mean, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's real perfect that he was on the Grizzlies, <laughs> for real. Like, 
So it's like a really fierce like character. Like I know? feel like he's gonna sell me toilet paper any moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to clean up the, the Dookie players on the other side. Wow. Wow. Um. Yeah, man. Yo, listen. It's not about the points. It's not about rebounds. It's not even about assists. Plus twenty nine in twenty six minutes for Marcus Hall. And he was going, and all those minutes were against Embiid. And he didn't play in the Martin fourth. Rovich. He didn't play in the fourth, right? He didn't play. He didn't need to. Like he, because again, I think this is actually a, a smart thing that that Nurse did was he kind of like stuck it out with Serge. And I know like people are like really upset with like the oh my god, let's just bench Serge. Let's just only play Serge five minutes a game. We'll play Marcus all thirty five, whatever. First off, this just chose so only the second round. <laughs> we, we, you don't need to do that. Second of all, like you don't want to alienate your players, right? You want to make sure you can at least keep these guys engaged. Like you don't want to because like look, let's let's say next round they play like. The Bucks, like yeah, you're gonna play Serge in that series, and, and Serge like, wasn't horrendous. Like he no, looked he, bad on offense every so and so because when he misses, it yeah, looks yeah. really bad. Yeah, but like Serge is a very effective offense player. We've seen it all season. Mm-hmm. And when Kyle Lowry was back out there with him, got yeah, pick and pops, it was yeah. fine. And he got two blocks at the end, which I on well, both on Tobias. How many Harris, blocks he end up with because he had a fair two, number of blocks. Two, Oosh, both of them were very both memorable massive. blocks. Oh yeah. my god! There was one where like Tobias had spun off his defender. He was going out for a layup, and Serge came out of nowhere and blocked. It slapped him. the shit out of him. Yeah, so. I mean, you, you know, like it's a good situation. You keep Surge engaged. You keep him in. You show him the. You show him confidence, right? Yeah. You can't just say to Surge like, "Oh, listen. Oh, you had a bad second quarter against Joel Embiid. You're never playing. Like you're you're out of the series. Like a proud veteran like that, you can't do that to him, right? Um. So you got Gasol. You know, obviously, when all the moments matter, it's gonna be Gasol. But for the most part, like you know, you you get Surge, and if Surge can play the way he played in the second half, in the first half, in the mm-hmm. next game. I don't want to get too confident because I said raps in seven, but that looks silly. You said raps in seven, bro? Listen, man. Listen. I'm cautious. I'm cautious. I'm cautious. Look. Although I did say I did correctly predict raps in five in the first round. Yeah, I know. That's why I predicted raps in four this series. Wow, okay. Dog. <laughs> in four. Here's what's going to happen. We didn't even see Kawhi on Ben Simmons this game. Really? Imagine. We, they, they, didn't, they didn't really need to. They, Raptors, honestly, Kawhi played Here's free, how it's going to go. Free Raptors, Raptors go up 2-0. Let's say they go up 2-0, you know, mm. knock on wood. Yep. They go out to Philly, and Nick Nurse says, all right, let me pants this team entirely. Kawhi, full-court press, Ben Simmons, start the quarter. Yeah. Three straight steals, three straight dunks. Philly crowd starts booing them. Ben Simmons starts flipping off the crowd. They all get ejected. Beauty. Yep. Absolutely beauty. And then, oh, you man. know, Shaq starts talking about Simmons being scared. It's beautiful. Yeah. I don't um, even know what else to say. Yeah, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, we got to hand out the other words. Uh, Gerald Henderson. I guess that's James Ennis. Okay. No, nah, I can't be James Ennis, bro. <laughs> okay, let's go, let's go with JJ Racist. Um, 17 <laughs> points, 6 of 13 shooting, 5 of 12 from the field. Look it up. Um, the two rebounds, two assists. I mean, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, he didn't even play that well, to be honest. Because, again, l- this man literally didn't score a point in the first half. I was I was actually thinking it was it's only gonna, after he saw Red Panda perform the halftime he was like okay I, I gotta I gotta come out here and give you yo, 15 shout points out yo in the third. Red Panda was actually the first star of the game yes definitely Dude, that lady's incredible oh yo. my god I mean like first off okay we have to admit that yes she did drop one of the two bowls um, when sorry, she was well, going for six she was going for she six bowls she dropped like two of the bowls but then she came right back she was like nah I got this yeah all right resets up nails it yeah MVP. That was Raptors game one versus Raptors game two. No, we got Red Panda for halftime. Which is great. I was cheering <laughs> like crazy in the press. That was, a, that was the best moment of the game, I'll be honest. And this was a great game. This is, Oh, listen. I, listen. That was, I, I think it's probably my first time seeing her live. It's incredible. The tension, the music. 
The music really draws you in. Oh that, my God. There's that like little like chi- traditional like Chinese music with like the the horns and stuff, but it's just so repetitive. It just it, it builds attention. I mean, Red Pan is amazing. We don't have to say anything more about that. Um, okay, so we're going to Reddick and then um, and then the Pat Patterson Award for. There's a lot of Pat Patterson Award uh, winners, by the way, and that's that's handed to the. Uh, the, any player in the game, to be honest, it used to be just Raptors, but any player in the game that underperforms as compared to regular season uh, numbers, who won the Sixers gets that award tonight? Because there's a lot of them. Oh my god, uh, dog, this is so hard. Like Butler can get it, Embiid could get it, Tobias could get it. Butler got walked over, which is kind of sad. Tobias, I thought actually was having a decent game, but he actually got annihilated. He did good on the boards, actually. I'll give it a Butler because I don't think he really did much. He didn't, yeah, he didn't engage. And he didn't really get engaged. He didn't at any point try to enforce his will on the game, which mm-hmm. you think someone would do at some point, especially when you see Embiid struggling. Especially a guy of his personality. So. Yeah, like I yeah. thought there was going to be at least one stretch in the third quarter where he's just going to be like, I'm going to use three straight plays and try to make something happen. It just never happened. Yeah. So it's a little unfortunate. Uh, yeah, sure, I guess I got to go to my boy, Jimothy. Yeah, uh, still got great apps. No, he's still look, cool as hell. Probably the coolest player in the NBA. He's gonna be great with the Clippers next year. Oh, he's gonna be great with the Clippers. Him, uh, Danilo Gallinari, Lou Williams, Pat Beverly. That team might be able Doc to beat Rivers. the Warriors next year. Honestly, like, yeah, they've yeah. looked so Listen, good, especially yeah. in this playoff run. Yeah, They're yeah. looking really good for their biggest free Definitely. agent acquisition, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> <laughs> they're, gonna, they're probably going to be a little bit disappointed that they don't have Kawhi because Kawhi is going to resign and, and play forever with Pascal. But uh, do you think he's going to announce that he's going to resign at the championship parade? He's got to go on inside the green room, man. That's probably why the only reason why he hasn't come on the podcast yet. You know, so do it, do it with us, Yahoo. Do, do it, at Yahoo Sports Canada. Um, also, your quick shout out, Greg Monroe. Uh, love seeing yeah, him yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, Honestly, he's a great dude. I like him. Yeah, yeah. And he was plus seven tonight. The best. The best, technically by stats, <laughs> oh my God. the best center, the best center that they had. <laughs> oh my God! That's advanced stats for you, all right. That's uh, the that's the large number. That that's wow, wow, the large digit. The large digit. All right. Well, this was the podcast, the slander pod. <laughs> if you guys honestly, is this your first slander pod? Like this is this what happens when this is what happens when a side comes on the show. But uh, thanks for coming on. Follow him on Twitter. At Swar Lasers. Yep, at Swar Lasers. It's uh, honestly sometimes a regrettable follow, but for the most part, pretty good. Yeah, I got I got seven more days of wild tweets and then Ramadan starts. Oh, oh just seven more days. Relax. Yeah, Ramadan's about to start, oh, okay, man. Yeah, That's going to be yeah. fasting. I'll be halal, but... The halal tweets will come know, out. I'll try to get as much slander as I can out. This series isn't going to go that long anyways. It'll be over wow. by then. I'm, st- I'm still sticking with Ratswat in seven, but it, it looks ridiculous to say that. It honestly sounds so ridiculous to me after and, this game. Just to say, Kawhi Leonard, the night he's having, versus, you know, I, we shouldn't say it, should we? Uh, no, DeMar's having a great second half. Oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah, he's not, listen, Oh, thank God. Look, we're, I, I we're love you, so Also, bro. is this a 2019 NBA basketball score? It's 80 to 72 with six, six minutes, left, minutes in the left in the fourth? Dog, this is so sad. Like, yo, yo how look. is Denver this great offense if they literally can't score on the Spurs? How come every playoff game involving DeMar DeRozan has to be played in this manner? <laughs> Like, this is a Miami Heat versus the Raptors 2016 type of score right This is here. disgusting. This, this is, is probably the, this is versus. a terrible seven-game series, man. Yo, and I honestly, I feel bad because I I like I want Debo to win. Yeah, yeah same, same. But I also want Jamal Murray, Canadian boy, to win. And it's like a loss-loss ah. either way because whichever team lose, one of those two is, is getting the brunt of the Heat. Yeah. Which is going to suck. Yeah. Man. Well, at least it's not our problem. Yo, is is it, it, it? Yeah, seriously, it's it's not. 
It's not. It's not. It's not. It was a 45 points, man. 40. Hey, yo, remember when the Sixers were like, no, we can't trade Ben Simmons and um, who was it? Oh, Markel Fultz. Yeah. Can't give up the whole future for him. Are this you team, kidding me? Honestly, this team would have been better with Landry Shamit. As compared if they to had Robert, if they had Robert Covington right now, <laughs> oh my god, oof, this would be tough. Robert Covington would probably might have shut down Siakam easy. I mean, Dario Saric is a better defender than Tobias Harris, dude. Dario Saric was a raptor killer, man. Perfect raptor killer. Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. So sad, such a shame. It's what a, a shame. So it's, it's a real shame. I mean, shout out Elton Brand, by the way. The guy, the honestly, he treated this season like fantasy basketball. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, take all these first round picks. Wait, I need Tobias Harris. What do you need Tobias Harris for? You, you got food at home. Like you don't need. You didn't need to do this, man. You didn't. Need, I'm actually so mad because the Clippers, if they do have a great. You know, future. It's really because the Sixers gave them two picks for <laughs> Tobias Harris. One year, Tobias Harris. For what? Can the Clippers? Can the Clippers resign Tobias Harris? Yeah, <laughs> and they're going to. <laughs> they're like, thanks for the picks. We got Tobias Harris. Jerry West played a log con. Oh Love man. It. Anyway, that does it for the podcast. Uh, I'll be back. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Probably with a Game 2 preview on Monday, I'm going to try to see if I can fit that in. I'm going to try to do this preview podcast as much as possible because I do think, especially in a series like this, there's going to be a lot of adjustments. I do think the Sixers will come back and play better. Slander outside, I think they're a more competitive team than this. Um, but, you know, hopefully that will come out on Monday. And if that doesn't come out, then I'll speak to you after uh, Game 2 on Monday. But uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, thanks, for Side, for coming on. And catch you after Game 2. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.